You're listening to episode 49 of the Thriving Mom podcast. Today we're talking all about what it takes to live a life of food and body freedom. I call it the art of recommitment. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Thriving Mom podcast, where we invite mothers and mothers at heart to think outside the conventional beliefs about motherhood, nutrition, and raising healthy kids. I'm your host, Uime Oguta, recovering perfectionist and non-diet nutrition counselor on a mission to help smart women like you find food and body freedom through intuitive eating, self-care, and mindful practices that will leave you kicking balance to the curb, stop surviving, and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. How are you? I'm doing so well, and I'm excited to bring this episode your way today. But I wanted to give a shout out to our new listeners. We've had quite a few people join this community, and I just wanted to say welcome. Thank you for spending your time with me today. And for my OG listeners, you know I only got love for you. You are gold. Thank you for showing up every week and spending your time with me. It makes me really excited to hear all the stories and all the things that you're learning from this podcast and applying in your lives. So thank you for being here. Now, we just returned from our family vacation and I'm stoked because one of my very good friends got married to the love of his life. The wedding ceremony was just a beautiful mix of two different cultures and you could feel how both families were so excited to celebrate my friend and his bride. It was so good. We also got to reconnect with some of our friends from university, of course. There was time to catch up on all the silly things that we used to do when we were back in school. Overall, it was fun. The wedding, our time away just hanging out with the girls. I got to go shopping, which I've been looking forward to for over a year now. I'm still not used to shopping online. And every time I can go into a store and put something on and try it out before buying it, it's like it's an experience for me. Anyway. It was all fun, and I'm a little bit sad to be back, but I'm also happy to start recording podcast episodes again. So this week, I just wanted to share something that really sparked the inspiration for this podcast, and it happened during the wedding, and also took me back to something that I learned while I was reading The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks over the summer. In that book, Gay talks about the zone of genius, which once we commit to living there, We propel ourselves in that direction. And as I watched my friend and his bride say their vows, which by the way, were so beautiful, it hit me like this is what we do when we decide to stop dieting and commit to a life of food and body freedom. When you decide you no longer want to diet and you want to really pursue food and body freedom, you commit to forsake all other ways of engaging with food and your body and really focusing on what matters rather than weight loss or trying to conform to a societal standards or diet culture standards of what it means to be in health. So you focus on nourishing and cherishing your body and seeking peace. So just like a marriage vow, you commit without knowing what will happen the next day, right? You don't even know what's going to happen in two months or years to come. You just say, this is what I'm hoping or I commit to doing no matter what happens. Now, my husband, Tony, and I just celebrated 11 years of marriage in September. And let me tell you, it's been one hell of a ride. 
I remember the day we said our vows and I think about the past 11 years, there's so many things that have happened that I thought, oh my goodness, this was not what I expected. There are days when we totally love each other and some days we just let our egos get the best of us. We've been through so many losses. We've also been through a lot of gain. We've had pain. We've had fun, joy, laughter, and all the things. And one thing I believe that has helped us is just this daily art of recommitting to staying married. Of course, we're two imperfect people. So it's expected that sometimes it's just not what we expect. And this is one of the areas that I see a lot of us get confused when it comes to healing their relationship with food and their bodies. One of the misconceptions that I find is that people think when they just heal their relationship with food, everything will be fine. Like they'll no longer struggle with dieting. They'll no longer feel like they need to lose weight. They'll no longer want to eat emotionally. I see this all the time, even with my clients. And I think that when we believe that healing your relationship with food and your body is a one and done process, it really gets tricky for you to see the bigger picture or the possibility of what freedom could actually look like for you. So friends, food and body freedom is a daily practice. It requires intention and the effort depends on you. Sometimes your history is going to come up, but you have to decide how much are you willing to go deeper and more importantly, how much are you willing to recommit to building trust with your body and gaining food freedom. Now, Gay says commitment gets you started and propels you through the early stages of any game. But it is that recommitment that gets your reserves when you feel like you're going to give up. And these moments of low energy are inevitable when you're on a quest for any worthy goal. If you ask me, I think food and body freedom is a worthy goal, which means that it requires renewing your commitment. For me, as I've continued on my own journey of food and body freedom and I've coached other moms, one thing I know is that the more you peel those layers, the more you'll discover about yourself. And then you get to decide whether or not you want to keep going because you always have a choice. (laughs) Sometimes people feel they don't have a choice. You can decide, you know what? I don't want to do this food and body freedom thing anymore. So I'm just going to go ahead and get on a diet or I'm just going to restrict food and do whatever. You have that choice. So for me in Thrive, I teach my clients the process of self-coaching because it is a skill that keeps on giving. Now, our human brains are wired for pleasure. They're wired to avoid pain. And part of that is just so that we're safe. So it's in our place to help our brains realize that sometimes healing comes through walking through and experiencing all the feelings that come with our brain's perceived pain. I'll give you a quick example. Now, many of my clients struggle with emotional eating. And I always say emotional eating serves a purpose, which is typically to buffer or numb out and just try to stay away, even if it's for a moment, from the struggles that we're experiencing in life. It may have just started as a once in a while type of thing, you know, just to unwind. And then the brain recognized, oh, it makes me feel good. So then it becomes this thing that you just automatically do. And they find themselves turning to food whenever life is just too much to handle. So one of the things we do is just observing how this typically happens, right? It's paying attention to the things that trigger the drive to eat. Some of the triggers are not even the things that happen at that point. 
but they're just things that we may have forgotten about or we decided, oh, it's fine. I'm just not going to worry about it. But the brain notices that it's hurting. And because our brains are always wanting to solve problems, it just drives you to go and eat. So through coaching, what we do is we just learn to feel our emotions. We assess things critically and we take positive action to create the results that they want. It's a daily practice and they keep recommitting to not using food as a tool to fix issues in their lives. Does it mean that there are days when they're not going to emotionally eat? No, sometimes it happens. But what we really work on is the guilt and the shame that comes after that. We really dig deep to explore why those are happening and then we figure out ways to help them cope better so that food does not become the automatic solution. Now, food and body freedom requires radical acceptance of who you are as a person. And sometimes that means owning every bit of who you are. You may have to face feelings of unworthiness, doubt, insecurity, and feeling unlovable, just like in a marriage. (laughs) And frankly, that's a bit scary for some of us, which is why recommitment is so important because you get to say yes I see this part of me and I'm not sure I like it. I'm not even sure I want to face it, but I'm just going to show up for me anyway. I'm having a tough day. And rather than eat this big bowl of ice cream as a first resort, I'll cry because it hurts. And I'll talk to someone about it. And maybe I'll take a bath or go for a walk. Then if I still want to eat, I'll just do so without feeling ashamed. And going down this spiral of negative emotions. Now I want to say here that living in food and body freedom is liberating. And it comes with responsibility. (laughs) So sometimes you'll probably lose your focus and your attention will wander. Right? Because the diet and beauty industries are not sleeping. And if you're someone who identifies as a woman, you will constantly be faced with wondering whether you're enough just as you are. You might find yourself fantasizing about that diet that promises to help you snap back after you just had a baby or get a flat tummy or that exercise is going to help you get those six packs or maybe the cream that'll help you erase all the wrinkles from your face forever. It happens all the time because this is the society that we live in. But I want you to pay attention because when that happens, what if you could take it as an indicator that you need to reconnect? It's telling you something's missing. Let's come back home. Then you can see it as no big deal. And you can pay attention to what living in food and body freedom looks like for you. Nothing has gone wrong. So really pay attention and notice when you're out of alignment, rather than beating yourself up, recognize that you're having a human experience. Again, nothing has gone wrong. Ask yourself, where in my relationship with food and my body Am I not taking full ownership? And if you're really committed, you'll find the answer. And then it's up to you to give yourself grace and compassion and act with kindness and choose to recommit once again. As you continue to trust your body and engage with food in a way that feels good to you, your thoughts will start to shift. And it'll go from, I can't do this. I don't know if I can do it. To, it is possible for me to live a life of food and body freedom. It is possible for me to feel my feelings and not feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> it happens. 
he start to take action in that direction. And when obstacles come up, you choose to recommit, you choose to course correct. And with time, you'll look back and feel so proud of how much you've changed your life just by simply recommitting. Living in food and body freedom is not a straightforward journey. And that's just the way it is. But you've got what it takes. You don't need to know how. You just need to choose to be that woman who is committed to living a life of food and body freedom. Whatever that looks like for you. Some days you'll feel like you're on top of the world. Other days you're just going to feel like this sucks. And that's okay. It's totally okay. I believe in you. And I hope that this episode has really given you something to think about in those moments when it's like, I just can't do this anymore. Recognize that nothing has gone wrong. You're totally just doing and being where you need to be. Give yourself compassion, pick yourself up, and keep going. Okay, friend, I hope this has helped you just create that shift in how you see food and body freedom. I would love to hear from you, so connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Olive and Bliss Wellness. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. Choose to recommit daily to living in peace and freedom with your body and food. And as always, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food, and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandbliss.ca slash foodfreedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.